Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. We have another great show planned for you. We are continuing with our series, Who the Heck Are These Kids? Discovering who you are, who you co-parent with, and who the kids are based on your personalities. If you're listening tonight and you would like to interact with our program, you can text us at 325-428-6145, or you can interact with our Facebook page at Home with Debbie Rule. We're happy to hear and share with our listeners your thoughts, stories, and testimonies over the next hour that we spend together. Every week I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. We'll be back. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and The Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call The Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce? Or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues? Career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life better to avoid making so many bad choices? At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight, or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the goal of having the very best home, family, and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule. This is Thoughts from Home. How do you motivate people? And how do you discipline your kids? What works for one may not work for another. Fortunately, different personalities are motivated by different things, and kids effectively parented based on their personalities and yours. 
Following the techniques to increase the motivation and the correct discipline for a child can be quite challenging sometimes, but learning about your personality and learning about their personality certainly helps you to understand more about who you are and who they are and how best to effectively parent them, including the most effective discipline. For discipline to deliver long-term results, it can't be forced down a person's throat. To some degree, the recipient has to accept discipline willingly in order for it to produce meaningful changes. Discipline must be served in ways where the recipient is willing to receive it, or at least doesn't gag at the sight of it. Otherwise, what you'll get if you're lucky, is superficial behavior change that only lasts while you're in the room. But as soon as you leave that room, they will return to old behaviors. While there are some discipline techniques that work for all colors, there are certain techniques that will work for one color, that personality, that won't work for another. Again, it's the different strokes for different folks. Learning your personality and the personality of your children is key in being able to effectively parent your children to have long-term success and not just behavior changes because you're in the room, but because they truly are being taught how to be the very best that they can be. Stay tuned tonight for more of At Home with Debbie Rule, where we're talking about who the heck are these kids and who am I and how do I handle discipline with different personalities. We'll be back after this moment. Have you overcome hurts, bad habits, or hang-ups that have controlled your life? Celebrate Recovery needs you. Celebrate Recovery is a biblical and balanced program that helps us overcome our hurts, hang-ups, and habits. Celebrate Recovery is a program designed to help those struggling with hurts, habits, and hang-ups by showing them the loving power of Jesus Christ through a recovery process. At Home Success Coaching will be providing Celebrate Recovery to McCullough County and the surrounding areas. Share your testimony and encouragement to help someone else be an overcomer. If you are interested in more information or you would like to volunteer, please contact the McCullough County Resource Center at 325-597-2646. That's 597-2646. It's time to celebrate and to share your freedom with others. Celebrate your recovery by volunteering and giving back to your community. Celebrate Recovery is in 30,000 churches worldwide and is coming to our community. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Domestic violence is also called intimate partner violence, domestic abuse, or relationship abuse. It is a pattern of behaviors used by one partner to maintain power or control over another person in an intimate relationship. Domestic violence does not discriminate anyone of age, race, sexual orientation, religion, or gender. Anyone can be a victim or perpetrator of domestic violence. It can happen to people who are married, living together, or who are dating. It affects people of all socioeconomic backgrounds and education levels. If you know of someone that is in a relationship that might be dangerous, please let them know that there is help out there. If you feel that you need help for domestic violence or you know someone, call today. Make the call. 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Or the Haven Family Shelter at 325-597-7644.
welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where we are talking about who the heck are these kids and who am I? How to effectively parent your children based on your personality, the personality of the person you co-parent with, and their personality. And tonight we're going to specifically talk about the different personalities with kids again. We will um, review that, your personality characteristics, uh, just a little bit. We'll go back over those. And then we're going to talk about how to discipline your child based on your personality and their personalities. If you have had more than one child, more than likely you have figured out that no two children are the same. And some uh, tactics that you might use with one when you're disciplining might not work with the other. You might see that you might be able to trust one to be able to do something that you can't trust the other one, not because they're bad and one is good, but because they're just different. So tonight we hope to bring some clarification and some insight on how to effectively deal with those things so that you can have a harmonious home right there in your living room, in your kitchen, your bedroom, all throughout your house. Harmony, love, peace, and joy. How many of you want that? And joining me tonight is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Hi, Debbie. What a great topic you have for tonight. Something I think we're all interested in. Well, we definitely have to learn how to do it because, you know, we weren't taught how to be parents, number one. And, you know, as I've said so many times before, children don't come home with a manual. And if they did, they'd have to send home a manual with each one because they're different. And we know that having three kids, they've all exhibited different personality traits. Well, and we come from generations where punishment was meted out and children basically were ruled by fear and the world has changed so a lot of us were not equipped for the world to change and we had to race along and try to catch up and you know our (laughs) younger generations are struggling with the same thing what do you do with kids and how do you raise them right so Mm -hmm. that's a real challenge today It's uh, scientific, like medicine. Mm -hmm. You know, we practice medicine, well, we practice parenting. I hate to say that, but, you know, it's just like one child, you think you've got it figured out, and then the next child comes along, and you've got to try to figure out that child. And so if we can just kind of help ourselves before we get into that spiral, spiraling down uh, into a place where we can't find success... Uh, just educating ourselves and starting with personalities, I think not number one is key, but it's very intriguing to um, understand and try to um, have relationships based on your wants, your needs, how your temperament works, uh, things that you like and that you dislike, things that will trigger you that might not trigger somebody else, uh, ways to tonight as we're talking about effectively disciplining children based on their personality because this has been proven to be successful if you will deal with a child based on their needs and their temperament and you take your temperament out and you start looking at it from the child's perspective what it is that they need then you can be effective with parenting but so many times we parent based on our personality 
if we're a strong authoritarian personality, that's the way we parent. And then you have a child that has a personality that's completely opposite and we try to exercise that authority and we get a lot of conflict and rebellion and negative behavior. And those things can be eliminated just by changing our um, the way we do it by trying to do it in a more effective way based on that child's needs. And what you're describing is popularly known as a power struggle. And there are power struggles in these parent-child relationships. And what we did not experience in our young years was parents uh, submitting to our personality and working with us in a way that's effective. They Mm -hmm. were the domineering parents said, you do it my way or it's the highway. It's because I said so. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of us are learning how to respond to the child's personality. Mm -hmm. And so much of um, the research and the things that have been done on trying to effectively parent based on your personality and your child's personality is to prevent um, unhealthy things. You know, we've, we, as you and I, have, have grown up and even generations before us and, and some after, um, we, we didn't, you know, our parents didn't parent us uh, because they thought they were doing something wrong. They all thought they were doing something right. And they did a, a good job, you know, teaching us morally what is right from wrong. And, you know, we had a moral compass in society back then. And, and there were things that were just, you know, right and wrong. And you knew it. And you did what was right. And you didn't do what was wrong. And, um, but the way that was taught, some people, um, some children are traumatized by that. Some children take on, um, different types of temperament just based on the way that they were parented and then they struggle with that in their adult life trying to find out who they really are and it causes them to um, you know go to school not be successful start a job change a job get a different job you know relationships one relationship after another one relationship after another so it's not that the parent is responsible for the child as they become an adult but what we have to realize is that the way we parent our children does have a huge impact on the choices and the decisions and the young person that they grow up to be. And we have to change with the times. We have to. Yes. And what we hear so often is, this is how I was raised, and so that's how I'm going to raise my kids. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there are laws now Mm -hmm. that uh, say you won't do that, certain things we're talking about. And what I see is... We tried to change our society in one generation in the way mm-hmm. we raise kids, and a lot of people rebelled against it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the ideas were good, and a lot of them were bad, and some people don't like things, the changes that have been made. But it's been proven that most of the changes were good, and that's what we're going to talk about, is how mm-hmm. to work with kids based on their personality to be effective. It's not one size fits all. It's not a cookie cutter approach. It's not that do as I say. Well, it's also, um, you you know, you're talking about how the past was and how we've changed. I I really, um, the way I like to look at it is that we have gained insight and wisdom on how to be better parents. Um, Not that things have changed, but, you know, I certainly um, would have benefited early on 
uh, training my ch- my own children uh, based on their personalities and knowing my personality when I was younger and when they were younger. Um, I, I can see now where I could have done a lot of things differently based on just having that knowledge. And so um, just, you know, that's what it's about. It's about having the knowledge to do the very best job that you can do. And, you know, kids have been the same forever. People have been the same forever. I mean, there, have you ever heard that term, you know, there's nothing new under the sun? Well, Well, that's all true. But we can learn how to be more effective. We can learn how to be more compassionate. We can learn how to nurture and out and how to uh, still correct and and be a disciplinarian, but do it in a way that that child can receive it and grow up to be a healthy functioning adult. Um, a lot of these things that you're talking about um, that people have rejected is because they've been raised in a way that's very harsh. And, and I'm I don't think that that's been the correct way. I think parents have done the best that they can. But, you know, we have to understand that that's where um, abuse comes in and different issues in life. And sometimes we don't like to look at that, but that's where some of that comes from. And without getting too far afield, a lot of parents that are listening tonight have been frustrated and want to know what works. The title of your subject is who are these kids i mean you think sometimes you know they act up and it's like your son your daughter you don't want to take responsibility for them you blame the other parent who are these kids how'd they get we didn't teach them so there's been a lot of parents frustrated out there at their wits end how to get their children to act right comply uh, go along and so we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight And so let's just kind of review a little bit about the different personality characteristics of the child. Again, we are using the True Colors uh, personality spectrum where we have the blue, orange, gold, and green based on Don Lowry's uh, research. And so that's what we've been referring to. And so when we talk about the blue child, we're talking about the child that is very imaginative. Um, They tend to have a hard time fitting into the structure of school, but they help, you know, they... You can help them with homework by making it creative. They are very creative. Um, They come home with math homework, but, you know, let's say adding and subtracting. Let's bake some cookies together, and then let's practice that with, you know, as we do that. Um, They're unique and authentic, and they need that. They need to be able to show that they are unique and authentic. They want to be them real self. Um, They are, they do better with a lot of encouragement and... Um, encouragement over competition. So if you're making everything a competition, uh, they're not receiving that as well as they are that encouragement and that praise. Being consistent with words of encouragement as simple as just, you know, you did a great job. Even if it's just the very simple things that they can do, you did a great job. That is a blue child. They they thrive on that approval and on that um, encouragement and on that praise. That gets them to do more and more and more. Let me jump in here and say this. We've had parents push back on that and say, well, he never does anything good. He never does anything great. How can I praise him when he... And listen, when you work with a child and they improve, praise that. Oh, you made that letter better. Oh, you're Mm -hmm. counting better. Oh, Mm -hmm. you're adding better. You're making improvement. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about 
saying things that aren't mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. We're talking about finding something to find to share with them. You're doing better and you're improving. Mm-hmm. And if they're improving and doing better, that's a win. Mm-hmm. Our, our, I just you're just a great person. I just would choose you over and over and over again. You're a great kid. You're a great son. You're a great daughter. Uh, you know, I love that you're my child. You know, they thrive on words like this of acceptance and approval. And um, when we help them with that, we are building their self-esteem, which helps them to better receive correction from us. Um, and so this is um, a way that you can build self-esteem in them. This is a way that you can have good relationship with them. You know, some of us are parents where we are uh, battle with perfectionism. And when we have a child that, you know, is we want them to just do the very best that they can do. Well, don't wait until you think it's perfect. Like Rudy said, if there's been an improvement or if there's been something that they've done better, or maybe they're just doing something overall that you're just so proud of them for sharing their toys or for giving, you know, sharing their lunch that day with somebody that didn't have something or, you know, giving their their sibling one of the treats that they got after school today, you know, and sharing that. Things like that that you can just encourage them and say, you know, you're doing great. I'm so proud of you for doing that. Years ago, I had a boss, and he had two catchphrases that we used to get together and laugh about. He would say, uh, regarding something we had done, he would say, well, that ain't all bad. And so try to figure out what that means. Well, that ain't all bad. And his other catchphrase was, well, that's a step in the right direction. So both of them were uh, positive and encouraging. So, you know, you can adopt those two and say, well, that's a step in the right direction. That's a positive thing to say. And that ain't all bad. I'm not sure, you know, it's positive, but that's kind of a funny thing to say. But you can adopt your own catchphrases to use. So my dad used to tell us boys, he'd say, y'all will do to go up the river with. Well, who, what's that mean? But it was praise from him, and that's the way he praised us. So find your way to praise your children and use it. Okay, so that is a blue child. Um, they're imaginative, unique, authentic. They need encouragement and praise over competition. Uh, so be consistent with those words. With um, If you have a gold child, um, this is the child that's most comfortable with rules. They admire authority figures. They're going to try to get your approval. They're always going to be um, wanting to do something to help you because they want you to accept them and approve them, and they want you to... Um, use them because they want to feel useful. They uh, will value family and traditions. They don't have a problem with routine or organization. They thrive on those things. Um, They succeed when they have routine, when they have organization, when they have structure. That's part of their personality that they have to have. Now, every child needs routine and structure and organization. So I'm not saying that some of these characteristics are not true for every child or for every person because most of them are. But what we have to understand is that this is the thing that will be most effective with your child. If you have a gold child and you are in chaos all the time and you're always late for school and you never have anything prepared and, you know, you're eating breakfast on the way out the door or maybe not even having breakfast, you know, you are hollering and screaming all morning long because you're running through the house because you woke up late. This child is going to school very frazzled because they 
need that structure. They need that organization. They need that time in the morning when they get up that they have to have a few minutes and then they get ready because they've already laid everything out and they're already prepared for the day because they had a plan. They have a plan. They need a plan. And so the parent that is off the charts and not organized and living in chaos, when they have a gold child, this causes them a tremendous amount of stress. And so if you have a gold child which needs um, uh, organization and routine more so than other kids, they admire authority figures, they're comfortable with you know, with, with uh, rules and regulations, they're the ones that fall into school and do very well because they respect the authority figures that are put over them, their teachers. Uh, not that we don't teach all of our kids to respect. Yes, we do. But this child will naturally respect an authority figure because they honor that authority, the parent, the teacher, the principal, um, anyone that's put into authority over them. And so they succeed um, when the family appreciates how they contribute to the family. This is the child that when they come home from school, you know, you can give them a little snack and then you can say, okay, before we start your homework, would you help me unload the dishwasher while I'm getting dinner prepared? You know, they're the one that's over there loving, helping, you know, being able to unload the dishwasher or do age appropriate chores. They love to help and to contribute to the family. What can I do to help? What can I do to make things better? Let's make a plan. Let's make a poster. You know, I'm going to do my chores here and they want everybody else to fall in line with them, even though they may have some siblings that don't have that personality. They're going to try to get them to do that because they're the planner, they're the organizer. And so um, they thrive in situations where there's a lot of structure and organization. Um, and again, they value family and want to contribute to family. That's your gold child. So you allow them to help. Uh, these are great ways to um, get them motivated is just giving them you know, little jobs that they can do and then praising them for it and encouraging them. Uh, just like every personality needs, some more so than others. But again, a gold child is one that's going to contribute and wants to contribute to the family. The orange child. Um, these are the kids that through hands-on experience, um, they are Rather than sitting and listening, they want to be doing. They're always doing. If you're trying to get them to sit down and listen, they're not going to sit down and listen. They are doing. If you're trying to talk to them and you're talking to them for longer than maybe 45 seconds, you're going to see that they're moving their hands, they're fidgeting, uh, they can't sit still. You ask them, what did I just say to you? They can't repeat it. You get upset. You get angry because you're like, you didn't, weren't you listening to me? Uh, yes, they were, but you were talking too long. They cannot receive that way. They, they just don't have the ability to do it. The younger the child, the more that personality comes out. If they, um, you've got to be quick and swift with your consequences. You've got to be quick and swift with directing them and giving them direction one direction at a time because they are moving so fast mentally and usually physically. So uh, it, when you get frustrated at an orange child because they can't tell you why they're being punished, you know, you, you say, okay, now, Tommy, I'm going to give you, you know, um, put you in timeout. And this is why you're going to be put in timeouts because you did this and this and this. And I told you, I don't know how many times I told you not to do that. Well, you lost them, you know, five minutes ago. You needed to say, Tommy, I asked you not to do that. And now you're going to be put in timeout for two minutes and I'm setting the timer. 
and you put them in timeout, you set the timer, they know there's an end to the time. When the time goes off, they're out and they're free to go. They need freedom. And so that's the only way you're going to effectively discipline them. Trying to get them to tell you why they're being punished as they get older, they'll be able to do that. But a younger child that's orange, they have a very hard time remembering. Uh, so swift consequences quickly uh, that's age appropriate is going to be best for the orange child. These are the children that tend to have the hardest time in school because of this. Uh, they are usually labeled at an early age with ADD or ADHD uh, because they are kids that are all over the charts um, and they are hard sometimes to rein in. Um, they need variety. Again, they thrive on having that freedom. So I always tell parents freedom within boundaries. You know, when you have an orange personality, they need to know what the boundaries are. And believe me, they're going to push them. But if they know what the boundaries are and they know there's some freedom in there, then they'll they'll be better because you can't um, you can't be you have to be firm with them. But if you are strict, like you are with a gold child, the orange will rebel because they need to know that there's a little bit of wiggle worm in there because that's their personality. But you don't let them get away with things. You don't, uh, you don't compromise. You just change the way that you parent them to make them think that they're getting that freedom, that choice, uh, so that they don't, you know, spiral down into a negative, con you know, a negative uh, response. And that's basically what they do. You'll get negative behavior. I was just thinking, of, uh, I had ADD while you were talking, so I missed some of it. <laughs> I guess what personality. Uh, I wanted to say that sometimes these children are labeled and it's inaccurate. Mm -hmm. And be very careful with that. Uh, fight for your children. You don't want them to be labeled or mislabeled, and you don't want them to be medicated unless it's appropriate. Yes. And but in when, some situations it is. When I was in the fourth grade, uh, lady in our church took a bunch of us to church camp and I'm an orange and I was really uh, an orange 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 and we had children there of all different personality types and she was so good at finding things that motivated us yes and I look back on teachers that were so good and teachers we were talking the other day about how our grandsons are in classes of 19 and 20 kids. When I was in school, teachers had 30 and 32. I think they capped it at 32. A teacher could not have more than 32 kids. And there were no aides, no teacher's aides mm -hmm. back then. Mm -hmm. And some teachers were so good at identifying different types of kids, your active kids, your creative kids, your mm -hmm. thoughtful kids. Mm -hmm. They didn't use these color codes, but they would talk about, well, when you have an active child, this is how you motivate them. This mm -hmm. is how you get their attention. One of my teachers had me write, I will not do that a hundred times, you know, and that, boy, you talk about hating to do something. So all she would have to say, Rudy, you want to write that a hundred times? No, I'll straighten up. But they found out how to teach us and these colors are just the same thing, only it's categories now that make it easier to discuss. 
So orange kids love competition. They love learning new skills. Um, they have uh, personality needs that are with constant excitement and fun. So learning needs to be fun. Teaching needs to be fun. Discipline is not always fun. But again, I said it's very quick and swift and to the point so that they can move on to something else. Um, they also... Um, they come alive when you uh, give them the opportunity to, to learn new skills. Uh, these kids love tools. Orange boys love tools, taking things apart. You know, I mean, they probably aren't going to get them back together, though. Um, but, or correctly, anyway, your green will take something apart and put it back together correctly, but not an orange. Uh, but they will take something apart. Um, they need to spend quality time with you. This is something that they really need from you. Others' personalities need this as well. But an orange child wants to have quality time with you. And they are going to learn by enjoying certain activities with you. They want you to do activities with them. You ask an orange to go clean their room, you're going to go in there in about five minutes and check on them. And they're going to be playing and off on something else. And you're going to say, what are you doing? I asked you to clean your room. Oh, I forgot. I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. You know, and then they're off onto something else again. But a better approach is... Tommy, let's go in your room and pick up your toys because we didn't get a chance to do that last night before you went to bed and your room is, uh, we need to tidy it up before we start your homework and get supper on the table. So I'll go in with you and then you start you know, picking up the toys and maybe you're talking to them about their day and you're letting them share with you about what happened at school that day or, you know, those kinds of things because that's what they want and that excitement and it's like, okay, now, you know, let's, I'm, I'm going to hurry up and do this before you get it done. I'm going to get this bucket filled up before you get that bucket filled up. Everything is fun and exciting and, uh, you know, it's moving very quickly for them to keep their attention and keeping their focus is something that you have to kind of help them with. You keep them focused not by hollering and screaming at them and demanding but you just say remember you know I see you playing with that toy over there it's not time to play it's time to go ahead and put that toy back in the bucket let's put it back in the bucket and you're talking with them and you know this sounds like oh my gosh you know this parenting thing is time consuming and it takes a lot of patience and 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 it does all of those things that I just said, it does. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of time. It is 24-7. Sorry, parents, you don't get a break. But, you know, parenting kids, and especially with different personalities, you have more than one child in the home, you can be exhausted by the end of the day. Debbie, that was very well said. What we learned with our kids, we could tell them to go do something, and they wouldn't go do it. But if we went and did it with them, they would do it. And it built a better relationship between the child and us. And we understood that we can't just pass it off and say, go parent yourself. Uh, we had to be engaged and be a part of. And when we got our mind around that, uh, it worked a lot better. And some parents are lazy. And if you are, you need to own that and decide not to be. Mm -hmm. Your children, everybody says this, but it goes by in the blink of an eye. When they finally get grown and leave, you're like, wow, where'd the time go? Mm -hmm. When you're in the middle of it, it feels like it'll never end. You get exhausted. You get tired. You've got to find some coping skills, get, have a date night, things like that, which we've talked about on other shows. But 
put your time and effort into raising those children the very best you can and they will give you grandchildren then you can spoil them to pieces this is the uh, thing that I've always said and that is that you're not raising your kids you're raising your grandkids because the way you parent your children are more than likely the way they're going to parent their kids healthy or unhealthy destructive or constructive Whatever they come out of are generally what they repeat. So we're going to come back and talk about the last two personalities in children, green and, oh, that would be the last one, green. So we'll come back after in the second half and we'll talk about the green child. uh, And then we'll talk about the parent's personality and how they can change some of the things that are in them uh, to effectively Uh, discipline a child that's of a different personality. Stay with us. We've got a lot more to come right here on At Home with Debbie Rule, your talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule will be broadcasting live at Halloween in the Heart, Sunday, October 31st from 4.30 p.m. to 6 o'clock p.m. at Richards Park. Come out and join Lynn Ferris and myself, Debbie Rule. No tricks, just lots of treats. Drawings for prizes and K&L will also be presenting the award for the best trunk or treat, best adult costume, and best kid costume. We look forward to seeing you at Halloween in the Heart for a spectacular time. Are you facing a crisis or has something unexpected happened to you? Maybe your home and relationships have been harmed by divorce? Or do you have marriage, parenting, or blended family issues? Career choices, financial issues, addiction, or just plain old I need to know how to do life better to avoid making so many bad choices? At Home Success Coaching is a great place to start. If you need someone to listen, someone to talk, to process your feelings, insight, or advice on how to have a better life, At Home Success Coaching can help you out of a crisis or just help you stay on the right path and reach the goal of having the very best home, family, and relationships possible. At Home Success Coaching is a nonprofit organization and there is no charge for our services or programs that are offered. Visit at homesuccesscoaching.com. That's at homesuccesscoaching.com, helping one home at a time. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about your personality, your children's personality, and how to effectively discipline based on those personalities with our parenting series that we've been doing the past few weeks. Who the heck are these kids? Who am I? And who is the parent that I'm co-parenting with? It takes all of that in order to be able to effectively parent. A lot of things to think about, a lot of things to do. We were talking about before we took the break that um, parenting can be very exhausting. that's why you need those breaks away every once in a while. That's why you need to try to do it the best that you can. Because if you are truly parenting 24-7 and you aren't parenting effectively, then you're going to really be stressed out. So these are just things to help you be able to uh, meet the needs of your child, for you to be able to 
get it across to your child for you to have better behavior in your home, for your child to respond better, uh, to minimize negative behavior and uh, behaviors that children will react because they're trying to seek attention or uh, just pure out rebelliousness because they are not responding to your parenting skills. So these are all things to minimize so that your home can be more harmonious. Parenting is very hard and it's not, this is not going to take away all the conflict and all the struggles, but it does help minimize it tremendously so that you can reduce the stress in your life by having much better behavior from your child and teaching them to be a healthy, well-rounded adult. And that is our goal. Our goal is not to dominate or control a child, but it's to teach them the behavior that they can adequately uh, perform in their life based on their personality and their temperament and become the very best adult that they can become. And so we had talked about the orange and the gold and the blue child. And so we're going to finish up with the green child. Uh, the child with the green personality, again, remember, this is the intelligent child. Uh, they seem to be older than they actually are. And in school, they love achieving subjects that require mental stimulation. They uh, appear to be stuck up, but, you know, it's not really that they are. It's just that they are skeptical people. They also question authority. Um, if they don't feel like they, you are smarter than them, they're not going to respect you enough to learn from you. And these are adults as well. Um, these are your adults that probably have a very high level of education. Um, and in a marriage, sometimes a green personality can make the spouse feel like they are stupid or inadequate um, because they are very high on the intelligence scales. They value intelligence. They value education. Um, and so most of them do strive to have a higher education. And so these kids thrive in school. But the problem in school is that some of them question authority. And so um, they can appear to be looking kind of stuck up and snotty, but they, but really and truly they're just uh, highly intelligent. Um, doesn't mean that other personalities aren't. It's just that these kids thrive on that. Um, these green kids, they become impatient with routine um, and the drill from school structure. Um, after school, they, uh, you know, they would love to go to the library. That's something that they would like to do and look at the books that they want to look at. Most of those are going to be on science or, you know, how to build something, how to put something together, how to problem solve. I mean, can, these are not the kids that are at the fairy tale section. These are the kids that are in um, wanting to do a science experiment. Or if you have a, a program in your library that has to do with um, science and geography and these things. These kids love those types of things. Space. Um, they love learning about these things. Um, so taking them to the library is something the green child would like. The orange child doesn't want to go to the library because they have to be quiet and they have to be still to some degree. They can't run around and play. The orange child wants to get out of school and go run and play out somewhere and have that freedom. You know, the blue child wants to um, go and, and have their imaginary friend or go home and play house or school and get their friends and play dress up and, you know, be in their imaginary world because they've had to be in reality all day at school. And then your gold child 
you know, is wanting to come home and help you get dinner on the table and do their chores and clean up things and make sure that everything's planned and prepared for the next day. And what can I do to help you? And, you know, I'll sit here and 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 watch you do that so that I can do it. And, you know, that's there's the differences in the personality. So green um, impatient with routine and the drills with school, but they are constantly seeking knowledge. And so these are your kids that are wanting to be on the computer. These are the kids that are wanting to play those video games, not that the other personalities don't, but these are the kids that are probably figuring out how to work those things better than you as a parent. And so these are the children that are finding out, you know, I don't know much about this, but who's on the black web? <laughs> I've just heard that said. But see, that's dark just web. my dark web, whatever. That's mind boggling to me. But these are the kids that are figuring that out. These are your teenagers that you need to monitor. Hackers. Because they are for sure understanding more about those things than maybe you are. And other and most kids in general know about that technology a little bit more than their parents. So that's why you minute you you know, you minimize that. So if a green child is once wants to be hooked to the video screen all the time or they wanna be, you know, playing that video game or they wanna be watching YouTube or they wanna be, you know, doing all those things that we know that we need to minimize in a child's life, take them to the library. Do an experiment with them. You know, these things that build education and, and encourage their um, level of their intelligence and stimulates their mind, these are things that they're going to enjoy doing, and it will help you to be able to get that device out of their hand because that is what is key with a green child. Um, all personalities, I think, deal with that, but the green especially. They don't mind being at home and just being on that computer all night long. That is perfectly fine with them. Um, so that's your differences in your personalities and with the kids. And so when a blue person, a blue parent or co-parent is um, parenting, most of the time they are um, going to parent based on emotionally being emotionally sensitive they're going to spend quality one-on-one -on -one time with a child because that's a need that they have. They're going to um, be a help to a spouse or to a friend because they like being a part of. They are going to have family meetings, you know, because they want everybody together. And they're going to promote positive self-esteem because, remember, a blue promotes self-purpose and self-esteem and wants that for someone else. These are your teachers, your ministers, your pastors, your social workers, uh, your counselors. These are your blue parents. And so they are very nurturing. And um, the thing with a blue parent is that sometimes uh, when they get tired, they just give up. Uh, they're not consistent with a child. Um, when things get a little hard and, and it's not feeling good and, you know, they have to really do that hard discipline and correct that child, well, that's a little difficult for a When blue. the child doesn't respond to them the way they want the child to. Well, just negative behavior. Yeah. A blue will just... They would rather not hurt the child's feelings than correct them. Right. And that's where a blue parent has to step up and say, I'm the parent. A blue disciplinarian is very understanding. 
and the other colors are get tired of that understanding attitude and sometimes they don't understand they just feel like they can be nice and gentle and understanding and that will work and with some kids it doesn't mm-hmm. like a, a blue a, a blue parent trying to parent an orange child that is constantly um, testing the boundaries they constantly need that freedom they need constant supervision the blue parent gets tired and they're like, you know, I'm, I'm just don't want to do this anymore. And you know what? I mean, the, the orange child and other personalities as well can beat that child down. Beat that parent they down. They beat that parent down. They are easily manipulated and controlled by a child. Uh, sometimes they're in a relationship where they're easily controlled and manipulated. And so that just goes right on in to their pattern of, beha- you know, parenting. And so... The blue parent has to understand that not everything's going to feel good. Not everything can be talked out. Is a blue Uh, parent passive? A blue parent is, um, yeah, they're kind of passive. I'm not saying that they can't stand up and be bold because they can. They need to learn to do that or make the effort to do that. But they get tired and they give up. You know, if it gets hard, they're going to give up. And so... um, they feel that the you know it's more important for the child's uh, for you not to hurt the child's feelings yeah. than to correct the child. Right. And so don't that's, break his spirit. That's where the parent has to say, <laughs> well, no, I, I I don't need to move into a destructive way of parenting, but I have to parent. Right. I, I have to correct. I have to discipline. You've got to find another way. I have to discipline. Yeah. So that's your blue, your blue parent. Um, your gold parent is uh, the responsible, hardworking, dedicated. They're dedicated to the family, the marriage, the values, the traditions. They, um, just like the blue personality, they show appreciation often. Um, They will follow through with what they're going to say. So, you know, if this parent is the one that says, you're going to be able to do this after school, by golly, that one's, that's going to happen after school. If the blue parent says, oh, yeah, we're going to go here and we're going to do that after school and after school it comes down to, oh, well, we've got all these other things planned too, so we got to go home and, you know, because they're still, I hate to say this, but kind of in fantasy land. You know, they have a little harder time with reality than the other personality. The gold, not like the blue, very organized, planned out. As a matter of fact, they've got it on their day timer that today at 3.30 when I pick up the school, pick up the kids at school, we are going to the park from 3.30 to 4. And from 4 to 4.30, we're going to go home and we're going to do a little bit of chores. We're going to sit down and we're going to do our homework from 4.30 to 5.30 while I'm cooking dinner and overseeing that and making sure that it's done correctly and neatly and that it's put back in their backpack as soon as they're done and that's laid out and organized and ready for the next day because we are planned and prepared for everything. So I was just thinking uh, the movie Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin Williams as the dad was a blue because he was really into fantasy and playing and no mm-hmm. boundaries and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, so. Mm-hmm. I, but, I but, just, that, but, you know, an orange exhibits some of those characteristics, too. Yeah. Okay? But the thing about the orange is it's all about me. The thing about the blue is the blue is giving unto themselves because it really is about the other person. I don't want to hurt that person's feelings. I don't want that child to not like me. The blue wants to be the child's friend. They're not the child's parent. And the blue is easily have 
their feelings hurt. Yes. But in orange, it's all about me. And I'm going to tell you how it is. And if you're not in my party, then you're not. Well, uh, you're not in. Slow down long enough to listen or tell anybody anything. Well, and they and they can dictate a little bit. And a gold, you know, will do that too. They're very authoritative because they have the plan. The orange doesn't have the plan. Gold-like boundaries. But the orange is very much into themselves. The orange parent can be very selfish, wherein is a blue parent is very sacrificial. That's detrimental to them. Um, so that's the difference in those. But gold, um, it's work before play. So let me change that. They wouldn't have scheduled 3.30 to 4 at the playground. Uh, they would have gone home and done homework, homework first. Yeah. But you know what? It's not a bad idea as learning <laughs> as a gold parent that that playground slot probably needs to go in at 3.30 to 4 um, because your children need a release. And especially if you have an orange child, they need that release. You're not going to get anywhere with an orange child going home and doing homework right after they get out of school. You're asking no for way. You're misery. asking for a lot of negative behavior to start coming out and rebellion to start coming out. So the orange parent again now, that's after the gold. The gold very much, you know, work before play. Everything's organized. Everything's in order. They have the schedule and the plan. Um, the orange parent is the one that's experiencing new adventures and they're always creating something fun that they can do. Um, they don't have any specific parenting style. It's just do what I say. Okay. They, they, because they can't think beyond that and they wouldn't remember if they had the plan because they don't, they don't remember. Um, they believe that their kids should be obedient uh, but they want them to go out and experience new things. This is conflicting, see? Uh, they want them to be the best that they can be at anything they desire. And they want them to be passionate about it. They, like at home, um, that is a friendly and more relaxed environment. But they do not mind if the house is messy. They absolutely do not like routine. The orange parent rebels against the routine. They do not like to provide routine for their children. So you take an orange parent that has a gold child that's thriving on structure and routine. Now think about that. They're not providing what that child needs to be successful. So that orange parent has to learn now. I need, probably needs to learn that for their marriage and for their job sake as well. You know that I need to have a plan. I need to have some order. I need to have some structure. It doesn't mean that I have to do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It just means that for the most part, I need to have a plan. I need to be prepared. I need to know ex- some, I need to have an idea of what's going to happen in the next five minutes. Maybe not next week, but within the next five minutes for sure. So it's just changing little things, you know, so that you can effectively be a better person yourself. But, um, That orange parent, they don't mind mess, but you know, if you have a gold or an orange relationship working together, um, that's good because the gold can help bring some planning and some preparation. And even though they're opposite, most of the time, because they don't work together, they, um, they have constant conflict because they don't recognize their weaknesses and take on the strengths of the next personality. The gold needs to chill out a little bit and allow the adventurous 
to come out from the orange and the orange needs to allow some structure and some order to come in from the gold. And when they appreciate those differences and they work together, then they have a more harmonious home. But again, opposites usually attract. So you do have a lot of orange gold um, or other personalities that are in opposition. But what happens is instead of working together, we work against each other. And instead of understanding and respecting our differences, we use them against each other and we, con and we live in constant conflict. And this causes a problem. So that's just a little bit on the uh, parent-child relationship and the different personalities we are going to continue this again through the month of October, but next month, we, I mean, I'm sorry, let me take that back. Next week, we are going to be doing a special on domestic violence and children and their personalities and how the different personalities of children are affected by domestic violence and abuse. And so this is Domestic Violence Awareness Month for October. And so next month, we're just going to continue on with personalities and uh, home uh, with parents and with children. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how significant um, and how important it is for parents to understand that abusive relationships harm every child, but how they harm each different personality and how they affect them because when you come out of it and you need healing you've got to be able to restore based on what it is that you need so we're going to go into a little bit more depth on that for next week with domestic violence awareness month being october for a final word i would just like to say if you're working with a child or even an adult a sibling or a parent uh, and you want to see some change positive gentle pressure will affect change over time mm -hmm. positive gentle pressure we learned that 30 years ago and it has been so effective in our relationship rather than having ugliness we've applied positive gentle pressure and taken a long-range view and it has worked miraculously mm -hmm. positive gentle pressure it's amazing if you will just understand who it is that you're living with and meet them where their needs are you will see a tremendous amount of change in your relationships until next week i'm debbie rule and i'm rudy rule we'll see you back here next week at six o'clock for at home with debbie rule have a blessed week Thank you for joining us today for At Home with Debbie Rule. You can be at home with Debbie Rule every Sunday on Can Hill 95.3 FM and CanHillRadio.com. Follow At Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. See you next week at home with Debbie Rule for more insights on home, family, and relationships. Mm -hmm.